Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Sunday, August 20th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. Former French President Nicolas Sarkozy is facing backlash for defending Russian President Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. In his memoir, Sarkozy called for Ukraine to accept the Russian occupation of Crimea and other disputed territory. He also argued against Ukraine joining NATO or the European Union. Critics have accused him of being a Kremlin influencer and described his comments as shameful. The international community is closely watching the situation in Ukraine. And the International Olympic Committee is considering whether to allow Russian and Belarusian athletes to compete as neutral athletes in the upcoming Olympics. In other news, a missile strike by Russia on the Ukrainian city of Chernihiv resulted in the collapse of a theater roof, killing at least seven people and injuring over 100. The missile struck the center of the city, causing casualties in a theater, a university, and a public square. This attack follows a series of strikes on civilian targets frequented by military members. Ukraine has been retaliating by launching drone strikes inside Russia. The Russian Defense Ministry reported that a Ukrainian drone hit a military airfield, causing damage and a fire. Moving on, Russia's Luna 25 spacecraft, the country's first attempt at landing a spacecraft on the moon since the Soviet era, experienced an emergency situation while approaching the lunar surface. It is unclear whether this issue will prevent the lunar lander from attempting a touchdown. The mission is seen as a crucial test for Russia's civil space program and its ability to perform high-stakes missions. This incident highlights the global race between countries like the United States and China to develop and deploy advanced technologies such as artificial intelligence and drones. Meanwhile, in Maui, Hawaii, Students, parents, and staff are receiving counseling services to cope with the devastating effects of wildfires that swept through the community of Lahaina. The fire killed over 100 people and destroyed thousands of homes and buildings. The state is offering in-person and telehealth counseling services to support those affected. Schools in the burn zone have not yet reopened, and students are enrolling in schools in other areas, the state is encouraging families to enroll their children outside the burn zones, where they may be staying temporarily. In British Columbia and the Northwest Territories, firefighters are working to contain wildfires near the capital of Yellowknife and in British Columbia. While they have made progress, forecasters warn of drier and windier weather that could exacerbate the fires. Thousands of people have been ordered to evacuate, and the situation is being closely monitored. In Taiwan, the Defense Ministry detected 42 Chinese military aircraft amid Chinese drills, which Beijing called a stern warning over alleged collusion with separatists and foreign forces. The drills were conducted by Taiwan's Vice President William Lai during his visit to the United States. China considers Taiwan its territory and opposes its foreign relations. Taiwan's defense ministry criticized the drills as irrational and said its forces are prepared to respond to Chinese threats. In the United States, the Department of Justice 
has ruled that Metropolitan Police Department officer Jeffrey Smith, who died by suicide following the Capitol riots in January 2021, died in the line of duty. His widow had been denied line of duty benefits, but legislation championed by her provides benefits to public safety officers and survivors who die or become disabled as a result of a personal injury in the line of duty. The incident at the Capitol involved a significant number of Metropolitan Police Department members, with additional support from other agencies. Lastly, General Abdurrahman Chiani, the leader of the Niger coup that ousted President Mohamed Bazoum, has proposed a return to democracy within three years. The principles of the transition will be decided through a national dialogue hosted by the junta. The coup has been met with sanctions and an ultimatum from the economic community of West African states to step down or face potential military intervention. Chiani emphasized that the junta does not intend to hold on to power but will defend itself if attacked. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.